Eastern JP. It's 8.03, and very happy to have Mike Del Judas in the studio with us from Big Shot. And of course, Billy Joel's Ben. Is it better to say Mike from Big Shot because then people right away? Or you've been with Billy for so long. Could you just say Mike from Billy Joel's Band? Well, I mean, that's more effective uh, than, than, than the tribute band that'll thing. Get the, so we'll, that'll get the drinks comped. Yes. Yeah, we'll we start with that, and then we can go, you know, we can go for the other thing. I hadn't seen Big Shot until about two years ago. And it was that night, it was that big anniversary party at Mulcahy's, which, okay. by the way, I think is hysterical that it's the Mike Del Judas stage. The stage is named after him. Yeah, no joke. A nice gesture on that. And uh, <laughs> you're not old or dead, and you get a stage. And yeah. that's, that's that's an accomplishment. Very very nice. A little weird. But very I, nice. I had never seen it, and I walked in there, and I'm, I'm like I'm standing in the back, just kind of watching this whole thing. So now your moles, you probably got about what fifteen hundred people, sixteen hundred people in there, sure. something like that. Yeah, if it's good. When I tell you from twenty one to seventy one. Everybody singing, every oh, yeah. god. I'm looking at them like this guy's like a cult leader. <laughs> it was. Cr- <laughs> Do you feel like that sometimes? Well, well was, I feel. I feel like a pastor of of Billy's cult. Yeah, you know, right. when I play there. So, the Billy so, Church. I mean, his music just it, it just bridges gaps. The, you the, know, you the, have generation gaps. So. The, the whole thing, and I'm watching this guy go. I'm like, he owns this room. Like you had that room in the palm of your hand, and that's sitting behind a piano. That's not getting up there being true front man kind of thing. That's right. sitting by the piano. I'm like, wow, this guy. Yeah. And it wasn't, I guess, long after that. So no, that was about three years ago because I think right after is when you got the heads up to, okay. you were going to do the band, right? Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, probably about, yeah. Mike, tell years. us how that yeah. happened because that is like the coolest story that a lot of people here know you from Big Shot and Mulcahy's and playing in a cover band. How does how does that happen? You go from there to... Tribute band, dick. Yeah, Billy Joel asking <laughs> Are we allowed you. to say that word on yeah, it? Yeah, you can go. That's, that's as Which far as you can go? Yeah. No, no, dick. I mean, I'm, just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just making sure I don't surpass the boundary because yeah. I'm Italian. If I can't curse, I can't talk. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's, it's not a good thing. How, do, how does that happen at Billy and ask you? Uh, I'm, I, I think it was just the progression of having guys that played with him that played with me, mm. and it just, you know, that kind of progressed into uh, the whole process. So I had Tommy Burns, who uh, joined the band probably around 2011. So joined Big Shot. Joined Big Shot, yeah, and Chuck Berge also. But Tommy was the main uh, the main force there uh, mm-hmm. when, it, when it came to getting me involved. So I think what happened was uh, they played for a couple of years with me, and we started to get really tight. I started to do even more corporate work with uh, uh, Billy's guys yeah. on the outside. So it would be me and Billy's whole band, but without Billy. At the corp- whole band, yeah, at times. That's cool. At certain corporate shows, yeah. certain certain things. Were not, all, ner- not all the time. Not were you time. nervous at any point that the Billy Joel machine was going to come down and just squash this whole thing? Like, yeah, this ain't happening. Well, I mean, I I've been worried about that probably since day one started. Yeah, right. you know, you never want to you never want to piss on the foot of the guy that you you worship. You know, right. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you want to make sure that you do him justice and that you uh, you don't do anything wrong. Right, right, right. right <laughs> you want right, to be yeah. very cautious about that. But he's he's not that guy. Yeah. And one thing I learned really quickly uh, in playing with him was that he's uh, he doesn't have that mechanism, that egomaniac mechanism. He oh, just cool. doesn't have it, and it's amazing to see. You know, it's great. It's great when you like have a vision of your idol, and you hope that God, if I ever meet this guy, I just hope he doesn't turn out to be a real freaking idiot, a yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hope he doesn't turn out to be a dick. Right. And you know what? It was really, really nice to not see that. So you were great. doing those corporate shows, and what did the band tell? Billy, that they got this guy. Like, what did the band think that you could bring to the table? Right. Honestly, it was a rehearsal thing. I mean, I, I, there was nothing that I thought I could bring to. I mean, you got you already have Billy Joel. I mean, I'm right. just covering his music. I'm yeah, not, yeah. You know, I, what, you know. I mean, if it was something of my own, that's different. Then you can own that a little more or whatever. But at that point, I'm just covering his stuff. So, I think they, uh, Tommy had said that uh, they were talking about doing a Europe run. 
a little yeah. run in Europe, and uh, that Billy doesn't really come to all the rehearsals, that they usually have somebody stand in <laughs> or do great. like a stunt double. Uh, oh, no, that's when you're thing. a star, you go, man. That's awesome. Yeah, he's like, so you, would you be interested in that? And I was just like, yeah, are you of kidding me? Of course yeah. I'm interested in that. I would love to do that. Not only that, but I had, I've already worked with the guys in the band, so it would make yeah. sense. Yeah. We would all feel the stuff the same way. So Chuck's, my, like an... Chuck's my drummer. I mean, the, the pocket of a band and the feel of a band starts there with the drums. So right. if, you, if you've already got all that feel thing worked out with a band, it... Uh, it helps. So when I got the call, I was like, "Yeah, great." And Billy shows up to rehearsals, and yeah, that was that's the day. You know, I mean, I mean, just a, a couple months went by, even from the time it was mentioned to me to the time that it actually happened, and mm. I was excited enough just about that. And then two days into rehearsal, we had found out that Billy was showing up on a Tuesday at the Paramount. <laughs> had you had met him at all ever at this point? I, I didn't. I did meet him. You know, like everybody meets him, right? You know, I, my cousin was from Hicksville. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, this is like this happened. You know, no matter who you meet, everybody <laughs> knows Billy Joel. Yeah. Everybody's been, gonna hang somebody's went out with him. Somebody's been married to him. Somebody, <laughs> right. You know, yeah. we have similar things like that. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, Billy's just that guy. But yeah, you know, knowing he was going to show up was the, uh, you know, that was the nerve wracking moment. I had met him at. Uh, where did I meet him? When uh, Doug Stegmar had passed back in 1995, they had a little party at Cristiano's in Syosset, and uh, we just, me and him happened to walk in at the same, same time, time, you know, so you know he would remember that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know. I mean, he called I'm, his friend, I just walked into I, a restaurant with Michael Judas. Exactly, from the band yeah. that plays yeah, my I mean, stuff. He was flabbergasted. <laughs> uh, so, and, and there was that, and then 2002 was the first time we officially met. He, I guess he had been uh, fishing online for... Uh, some extra guys for the moving out show on Broadway. Right, 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 right. And um, so he sent Tommy Burns down to, I think it was the downtown. Did you do any of those shows? No. No? Oh, no, okay. no. No. They, I mean, they really had what it's they gone. had. Why not? To be honest, well, I'll tell you why. They had what they had established, and I came in, you know, the first couple of rehearsals, having learned all the material from playing piano bar for, you know, 15 years. Mm. When you play Billy's music doing piano bar, you're covering all different instruments that you hear in your head. You're yeah, not really yeah, playing yeah. the piano parts exactly the way they're in the book. Right, right. So I just figured, nah, I'd walk in and just skate by. And, yeah. You know, no. <laughs> I walk in and there's like eight guys with freaking notebooks and looking at me and I'm just like, oh my God, I really don't know this stuff that well. You know? <laughs> I mean, I sang it well. Uh, you know, that was fine. Sure. The singing was fine, but my hands, I just got the claw Thanks. and I was just locked up and just... So, I mean, I had two I had two shots rehearsing uh, with it. Once was with the band, and that was great. And uh, Twyla was there, Twyla Tharp, who did the uh, choreography, and she was like, mm. I like it, the bold guy. <laughs> so she, she, was really, she was really cool, and she liked that. But then when it came down to that rehearsal, just by myself, I had just worked like four or five nights, and I was living hard at the time. Uh, right. you know? yeah. Yeah. I was not... not huh? No, I showed, not I, sh I, I showed up sounding like, hello, you know, I had nothing <laughs> left in my tank. And, uh, but I'm, I'm glad. I mean, what he did at that point was uh, he invited us to do sound check at the Coliseum. Mm -hmm. He was touring with Elton. Okay. So he was like, why don't you guys come down, check our equipment, do our, do, our, do your That's thing. And, uh, yeah, so we showed up at the at the Coliseum. It was at NASA Coliseum 2002. Uh, it, was a, it was a really nice gesture on his part, Long which he just ago. does. Wow. That's what he does. Right. You know? and, um, so we've had contact with him over the years and, and that was built up to well, that was it. Playing with his band, yeah, and, yeah. Two thousand two was the, two thousand two was the initial contact, and then it yeah. was all banned after that. Until right. so, then when you're doing these rehearsals at the Paramount and it's over, and he comes up to you and says, eh, "I got an idea." Yeah, I mean, you know that start. I think that started to happen the night before, but I didn't know about it. Yeah. Like, things happen in Billy's camp, and it's just in the works, and mm -hmm. you just so somehow fall into the conveyor right. belt and just go with it. <laughs> right. So I had gotten a call that morning on the way to rehearsal from Tommy Burns, and Tommy was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" 
And I was like, uh, well, I'm coming to rehearsal. And he said, uh, he goes, you have a passport? Huh. So, and I was like, I got quiet for a second. I was like, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's a good question to ask, I said to him. And then we hung the phone up. Right. So I didn't know anything after that. And I showed up and... Uh, Brian Ruggles. But you, uh, yeah. you can't just show up and your wheels are not spinning. They oh, have I, to be well, spinning. Well, when he said the passport thing, yeah, yeah I was I was spinning. I was doing... Holy crap. Yeah, right, I was right, crapping right, my right, pants. Right, I mean, right, it was, right. you know, I was like, oh, no, what is it? I figured what, what was happening was this might be convenient for him to have on the road. Right. You know, have somebody that could come in and do his rehearsals and, and sound check. And, okay, that's a know, realistic that thought. That was a realistic thought. And mm -hmm. I had no idea the other thing was coming, which was then Brian Ruggles walks up to me and says, uh, uh, you know the stuff on guitar, right? Mm. And I was like, guitar? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> of course I do. Yeah. Every song. <laughs> you know, I'm in the back room for like 20 minutes just hacking, <laughs> hacking through these chords, you know. Mm. And, and I think at that point it was all about, you know, they had it set up. They had it in the works, I guess. And all of a sudden. And you realized. Yeah. Yeah. Have this. Can call your wife. Tell her we need your passport. We have this. We have that. Wow. And it started flowing, but I still didn't realize what was happening until Billy showed up. And then. And Billy asked you. And you Billy, say, Billy just kind of walked through. Eh, let me think about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, he just kind of walked through the, the the lunchroom. And, every you know, when he shows up, everybody's just. You know, right. You know, you know, the boss showed up. The godfather's up. here. You know? yeah. so everybody's, you know. You know. So he walks through, and I see him looking at me, you know, looking through the crowd, and he's looking at me, and I'm uncomfortable. I'm just like, all right, this is weird. And uh, he walks through, and he's like, hey, Mike, how you doing? And I said, I said, great. Thanks for having me. You know, whatever whatever the little logistics were. He goes, so, uh, want to get up and jam with us? I'll play a little guitar, sing some vocals, do whatever. And I was like, ah, I would love that. Yeah, great. He walked away. I wiped my shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make sure I didn't smell what I was yeah. doing. So, uh... And that was it, man. We went out. We went out there. Well, we went there. It went really well for the the, the hour and a half. Maybe so cool. we 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 sang a bunch of harmonies together, and it was it was wow. It was really evident oh right away God, that we sounded that. good That's together. Crazy. Like it was yeah. it was a weird uh, uh, cosmic thing. So. We're talking to Mike Del Judas uh, from Big Shot, but also Billy Joel's band. And that story is so cool. How you got there, and we got more stuff to talk to Mike about. Uh, but right now it's eight thirteen. Let's get to the roads with Ted. We'll be right back. Now there's only classic rock. Roger and JP. It's eight twenty three. Long Island boy Mike Del Judas in the studio from uh, Big Shot originally, and now of course Billy Joel's band. What time? What time? Where were you born? Where did you go to high school? Uh, Miller Place. Oh Miller yeah, Miller Place High School. Yeah. Where do you live now? Miller Place. You never left, huh? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I did. Uh, you know, periodically went. You know, here went there, and yeah. But ended up back Always at home. Back home, right? Yeah. Did you get married four times? Uh, four times, huh? Yeah. Well, good, mo like good morning, JP. Yeah. Good morning. Thanks for that question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, well, let's just get it out there, man. Go ahead. Anything a, else? That wasn't a question. That was a Mike's statement. Like, wow, like, four yeah. times, huh? Well, listen, you know, I mean, Were I believe. eleven the first I, time? I, I, believe, I believe in the concept. <laughs> I understood. And, uh, and I believe in the concept of not staying unhappy either. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Getting if it's right. not working, you know, you want to. Gotcha. You don't want to stay miserable your whole life. You How many see, kids? I have four kids. Yeah. yeah. Two girls, two boys. To uh, the wife you're married to now? Uh, no, no, none, none with the current. So the other ones were before... The new gig. Uh, yes. That must have led to some very interesting conversations. Uh, I, I mean, not to me, but yeah, no. I mean, I don't, you know. They don't, don't come I, snooping around? No. Hey, I mean, listen, you, you, Mike, know what, you know, I, your kidneys new shoes, you know. Uh, we had one deal beforehand. Now I see you at Wembley Stadium. I got to think the income's changed a little bit. Yeah, I, you, you, know what, you know what's funny is that Big Shot became such a, a, a lucrative thing over the years. Yeah. That, um, you know, I try to explain to people. I'm like, well, I can't work with that as much because I'm working with Billy now. So uh -huh. those gigs have kind of cut. So it's, it's it's become kind of an even wash, and I, and 
And we actually have a really good situation with everybody. Everybody really does get along, and That's it's all cool. it's all about the kids. It's all about making sure that they that they they're raised properly and everything's done right. And it's all about them. You got to be being I feel along. Like he's that. like a, like one of those sister wives guys. Like <laughs> yeah, you got four. You yeah. got like a harem. Well, we try. We, we listen. We try. We try to do it right. We right. try to you make sure HBO everybody's. Shows, try, yeah, yeah, right. That's just what I need. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. The uh, the reason I brought up uh, Wembley is you put up a video. I guess you guys were right about to go on stage. And what, the reason, one thing that drew me to you is that I went to go see you, Billy, you had just started with Billy and you were doing a show at the garden. And okay. then the very, it was one of the first shows you guys were doing at Madison Square Garden. You had, you had went on Facebook about it, your excitement and I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. And literally the next morning you were playing outside one of the stores. It was either in the Smith Haven Mall or the... Or, or the South Shore Mall or whatever it was. South I'm Shore like, Mall, that's yeah. got to be a little bit of a mind F. You know, you went from 20,000 people to playing outside of the... Uh, what, are you doing a demo for the new Wurlitzer? No, he was playing outside, playing the, like, outside of the Southern Mall. I'm like, that's got to go. That's I mean, great. that if that doesn't keep you grounded... Yeah, because you, you, I mean, playing Madison Square Garden, I understand you're in the band. Yeah, but, but you got, you got. I think you got to think of it in, in, you know, terms of where you come from and, and right. how long you come from that place. Yeah, so, I mean, when you're when you're playing, I, I, that you know, those kind of venues for so long, that's not something that you could just turn off. You know, I think I think most musicians um, love what they do. Just want to play. Yeah, they just want to play, and and I, and I think the money thing gets in the way at some point. And if you're if you're really doing it for the prestige and for the money, well, hell, you could have found a better job than <laughs> playing in a couple of cover bands on yeah. Long Island. You know, we, I think we all do what we do because we just love what we do. We love to perform. And that doesn't matter whether it's three people or, you know. The video right. the video that you posted as, and if you're friends with Mike on Facebook and you go back and look at the video, you did the Facebook thing. You guys were about to go on stage at Wembley in, yes. in London. And your face said it all. You were like a five-year-old. <laughs> Like you guys were getting ready to go on, and the lights went down, and you thought it was going to go blank, but it kept on going. So you had your camera set up, and I gave, we got to watch like the first fifteen minutes of the show yeah. from your phone. Yeah, and I took a gamble there, man. I got to be honest. <laughs> what, you thought would be pissed? Well, I, I, I've never done Facebook Live. That was the first time I ever tried it. Right. So I, you know, I went, I go live, and now I'm just like, okay, and I see, the, you know, these little hearts are flying everywhere, and <laughs> yeah, you know, all that stuff, and it was excitement, and it was whatever. But really, ultimately, if I I had to pick my guitar up at some point and put the, <laughs> put, the put the phone down so I kind of positioned it in a way where it kind of it hit Billy a little and I was like well that could be a problem I might have to you know but I didn't want it to be just the back of my legs right 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 so uh people wouldn't have cared they yeah, just want to hear it it's yeah crazy. they want yeah and it was you know that was one of those magical shows it's just you know you 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 know, you dream about that kind of stuff your whole life. You watch Live Aid and you're like, that's Wembley Stadium. You know, yeah. And then you play there. Yeah. That's and crazy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We're talking to Mike Del Judas uh, from Billy Joel's band. Of course, yesterday it was announced and the tickets go on sale tomorrow for American Express. People at 10 and then on Friday for everybody else at 10. What was, you mentioned it before, what was it like for a guy, just Mike Del Judas from Miller Place, when he did that first harmony with Billy Joel when you guys tried, when you tried out for the band for that hour and a half and you're actually, for after years of doing it, singing with him, you're hearing him and you two are harmonizing. Is that a, just like heaven, like your brain just goes, my life is made? Is that like one of those things? Can you, are you distracted from realizing what you're doing? You are. It's such a big thing. You are, you realize it's a big thing when it's happening, but yeah, the adrenaline and the and the euphoria that happened that day um, musically was, you know, it, it's, it's it's like when you work so hard for something your whole life, and then all of a sudden you have a moment of arrival, and it's not full arrival. It's just there's a moment of it, right? 
And it was like, I'm literally on stage right now, and it's looking like I'm going to Europe, and he hasn't asked yet. But you're harmonizing with Billy Joel. But I'm harmonizing with Billy Joel. And and again, again, it's it, it was the it was the eerie sound and the eerie familiarity that we had uh, that was weird. You know, just a couple of notes that we would just both sing together, and it was just as if mm. you know, like a little doubling effect on the record. Or what's, it was just your, it just worked really well. What's your least favorite song in the set to play? Nice, in the garden. nice, Raj. You nice. want to get, get Billy me fired? Hates my li- Billy hates my life. He says it. He's like, <laughs> so, da, 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 da. I mean, he makes fun of his own song that way. You know what I mean? But there must be a song that, I mean, it's a Billy song, but it can't be everyone that you love. Feel free to one say always like. a woman. Uh, Feel free. Yeah, you, you know what? I, I don't have a song that I that I hate. Uh-huh. You know, okay, maybe uh, hate's too strong a word. Yeah, that's a very strong well, word. Let's I, say your least favorite song in a set. If you could knock uh, it out of the set. If I Probably we didn't start the fire. Uh-huh. It's not your... No, I mean, it's, you know, it just... You know, for me, it's just like it's it, it goes it goes a long way. Um, the crowd loved it. It was yes. it was a, it was a hit. So I mean, who am I to you know? I'm just saying to play to whatever. Yeah. You know, and I think I think Billy might agree with that. Billy always Listen, says that that's like I, you know that's yeah. he's, he's, he, messes, he messes up the lyrics one yeah. night. I think it was at the garden. He, he screwed him up, and he he just stopped the song, and he's just like, <laughs> I don't want to play the rest. <laughs> he goes, this song. Effing sucks anyway, and you know, you know, like he, he has no, he has no uh, problems. Yeah, no, none at all. He's like, forget it, move on, next song. You know, <laughs> that's like, great, done. That's yeah. perfect. So many people like, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, I like, felt robbed. He yeah. does, the, he does that. Okay, you guys want to hear Summer Highland Falls, or do you want to hear All Felina? Yeah, and the whole crowd's like, he goes, Summer Highland Falls. <sighs> All Felina, the crowd goes nuts. All right, Summer Highland Falls, it is. I'm right. like, yeah, yeah. that's some bullshit. I heard that crowd. <laughs> Why are you robbing us? Yeah, well, the, the whole the whole song choice thing. I mean, I, I I've that's, been doing that for a long time too, and rigged. obviously adopted it from Billy's show, but even in Big Shot it's shows, rigged. and it's you know, it is rigged. The second song always wins. The second song, ninety nine percent of the time, wins. Um, yeah, what are you gonna do? You just do what you can. We'll <laughs> talk about the Coliseum show. We got back. We got yeah, Ma- yeah. Mike Del Judas from Billy's band, and obviously Big Shot. More with him coming up next. It's eight thirty. Meanwhile, Ted's got to get to Rhodes. What's going on, Ted? You're being able. Eight thirty nine. Mike Del Judas from Billy Joel's band hanging in the studio with us this morning. Good stories, really good stuff. Of course, uh, Big Shot. You guys know as well. Uh, you're related to the Kevin James comedy. Kevin can wait. You should tell everybody what because it's so cool what you do for that show. Yeah, I mean, it it, it just kind of came up too. We were in uh, we were in London recently uh, with Billy when we did did Wembley. So we were on an eight hour head schedule or whatever the hell it was. We were. Does he fly first class and put you guys in the back of the bus, no. or does everybody get the cool couch seats? Every, everybody gets the couch seats. Nice. He's the best. He's oh. the best. He really takes care of everybody. He really plane. does. Uh, no com- commercial, but you know he offers private rides to everybody in the band at some point during the during the year. Uh, I, I think last year I flew probably three times. I mean, he he offers it to everybody. That's know, cool, and he's just—he's he really, turns. really good like that. And, you know, gives everybody the treatment, so to speak. And <laughs> right. It's—we uh, had a, a harrowing experience. One, one ride, which was funny. What happened? Oh God, it was like an almost famous moment. Oh no yeah. way! Yeah, I Did swear. You guys saw a tiny dancer. Yeah, I, I I almost yelled out, I'm gay! <laughs> like, I came so close, just just to, like, break the levity. That much but turbulence, really? It was really bad. We were coming into, an, I don't, just want to say a New York airport, because I don't want to give away what he does. Right. But uh, we were coming into the airport, and we were banging around, and I hate flying, you know, like... You want a private at this point? Private, okay. this is private. So it was me, Mark Rivera, a couple other guys, and then, you know, Billy and a couple of his guys, and... And I, I, I'm, I, when I get on the plane with him, I, I sit back to back with him. So he's facing the front and my back's to his back right against yeah. the seat. And I'm looking at Mark Rivera, who's looking toward the cockpit and we're 
bouncing around, and Mark knows I hate, everybody knows I hate to fly. Like, I didn't, with Big Shot, we've only tri-stated it pretty much, because right. I was always terrified, and Eat I would Xanax have to, like, go get, right to the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Xanax, Eat and, Xanax and, and get on with it. Go help me. <laughs> help me get through this. So, uh, it was getting rough, it was getting rough, and, and really bumpy, and Mark, I look over at Mark, and he looks at me, and he points at the cockpit. He goes, look. And I turn around, and I just, like, peek around, and both the pilots had their, like, hands together <laughs> on the... Da- it was a dashboard. It was like a dashboard of a car. <laughs> like they're holding and on? Holding on like for, my de- mom does for goes, dear yeah. life. I swear to God. Jeez, and I be. immediately was like, I need a shot. Something, <laughs> I need die. something right now. I'm going to, you know. Yeah. So it was like immediate panic. And we came in, and all of a sudden, we're about to hit the runway, and he takes back off. Oh, no. So Talk now that everybody oh, gasps. Boy. Yeah, we come back around. We fly back around. And now we're tilting over... We're tilting over a cemetery. If you look out the left side of the plane, it's all you see is tombstones, graves everywhere. And it's eerily quiet, and we're bouncing and bouncing. And and Billy just, you know, the way he does it, he just goes, well, we won't have to go far. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's it. You know, at that point, you don't care if you go down, if you whatever, you're like, you know, I guarantee none of us are getting mentioned if if, if this goes. The only guy that died on this plane is Billy Joel, and that's the end of it. So, and we touched down, and and we found out that the landing gear didn't come down, and there was, you know, I'm surprised it didn't make make some news, because it was like fire trucks and, you know, different things, but it was a little harrowing, but, you know, fun story. So, was he involved... The Billy, the Kevin's, Kevin, Mike's got the, um, he's got the intro song for the Kevin James Yeah, that's, show. that's where this started before yes, the plane yeah, crash. Sorry, I went there. Was, sorry, I went right, to the plane. Right, and I was, yeah. Oh, here it is. This is your own stuff, right? Yeah. I don't want no ordinary feeling. Did you get your ball stuck in a vice? Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like no particular <laughs> style. Yeah, it was a tricky tune to record. Yeah. I kept trying to try lower melodies in the beginning, and I was like, it just doesn't sit right. I gotta keep it with. So they used like 10 seconds of that now. Yeah, I mean, they're planning on using more. Uh, it's just, you know, the pilot right now, so they're, they kind of edited in. But, um, yeah, we... You yeah. got a TV theme. Got a TV Good theme. You almost sound like the Maroon 5 guy a, a little bit in this one. He's going to try and sue you. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? He'll get, he'll get slapped, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I'm from New York. He's this a California dude. Bitch. He's a California dude. He doesn't, he doesn't know. Maroon. So now, how does this work? So you got the song that's on the show, which is short, but you're going to open it up a little bit, you said? Yeah, I'm, eventually they're going to probably go to a 20-second up top thing, and then credits in the back, right. in the back end. Oh, cool. Uh, so, yeah, right now, but I mean, you know, like I said. How did that happen? How did it get involved with the show? Uh, we were we were in Europe with Billy, and... and you know, I had met Kevin through through Billy at one of the garden shows or right. Coliseum, one of those shows. And Kevin's just like one of those Long Island dudes, yeah, like just absolutely. really, really nice, like yeah. overly nice. And uh, uh, we we hit it off. We seemed to you know have a little whatever. You know, nothing crazy. Just you know, exchange numbers. Hey, let's get together one day. We'll do whatever, whatever. So here I am. Uh, we had been chatting a little bit, but he ended up texting me, and I get a text, and it's Kevin James. He says, "Bro." <laughs> Exclamation point! Uh, <laughs> so you just picture him saying, it. Yeah. "He's like we're we're in the market for a theme song. Uh, we love your stuff. Do you have anything? Would you like to throw your hat in the ring?" Was the was the wow. was the question? So immediately in my head, I had probably two songs or three songs that came to mind that I had recorded that I thought would work, but the one that I knew would work would be "Ordinary Guy," mm. because "Ordinary Guy" was going to be recorded in 2011. Uh, 
started with the idea back in like uh, in the 90s in a band called Miller Place, uh, me and Adam Forgione. Uh, I had this little uh, Lagrange uh, little thing on the guitar. He had this upbeat, same kind of upbeat thing, but on a piano thing. But huh. we left it kind of in the 90s. So in 2011, I was like, you know, I got to write something to that. It was really like a, I just needed to do something with it. So I started writing a melody to it and came out, I thought it was going to be nothing. And then it turned out that there was some interest in maybe a reality show or some stuff with me when the tribute band thing hit with right. Billy. And so I was like, I'll use this as the theme song. So I, for the, if we do that, if we do it. Sure. So I made a home video, I made a video with all home, you know, photos of my family, my kids. Right. And, and I put it out there. So I immediately when Kevin texted me, I just said, I have, I have a song. I said, I'm going to send you the link. Don't mind the video. It's got my family video on it. You right. know, that kind of stuff. Just listen to the song. So it was, I think, I think it was exactly 28 minutes later because I've, I've now looked at the times of the text messages <laughs> to see how quick they liked it. Um, and he just, again, bro. <laughs> we absolutely love this. I absolutely love the song. I'm going to, I'm going to put, I'm going to show the rest of the staff by the, by in another hour it was bro. Everyone loves it. We got to put it to the network. We'll get network clearance tomorrow. And then Bro, the next day it was... Network loved it. <laughs> network loved it. Before you know it, I'm on the phone with Sony and this, right. that, and I'm in a Good hotel room. It was great because... And you got to get an attorney now. Yeah. Well, I, thank God, um, you know, Billy's You know, Billy's got crew on right. hand. And uh, one of his right-hand guys is, is just an amazing person. This guy, Todd Camelar. And he really helped me out. Cool. Because I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Right, right, I would have been like, just take the song. Take it. I just want to be on TV. Yeah, Todd Todd knows what he's doing. So Todd was like, well, you got to do this, and you got to do this, and they're going to do this, and then they're going to do that. They're going to come back at you with this. And I was like, I don't want to be involved in this. I just don't want to lose this. Right. You know, please, whatever you do, be nice. Right. Don't screw it up, you know. So now you're thinking that you want to be like the Friends theme was the Rembrandts, and that blew that band up into something. I mean, 100%. How cool would that be to have a hit song off a TV show? It would be be fantastic. that's where it's going? Well, they release it? I'm I'm hoping they release it. Uh, You know, there's there's some... So Sony owns CBS. Does Sony have the the rights to the song? So, yeah, it's a Sony Sony deal. So let's just say it's a Sony deal. But not a record deal. Not a but record they can deal, release yeah. it as a single. They can release it as a single, yeah. That's awesome. It, you <laughs> know, and it, could, it could turn into that. It could not turn into that. Right. Uh, you are a we'll juggler. See. You got a lot yeah, of balls I mean, You know right what? Now. God, God's done a good job. I'm yeah. going to let him keep taking care of things. I'm not going <laughs> yeah. to get in the way. I don't want to get in the <laughs> right, way. Just right, let right. him do his things. Mike Del Judas from Billy Joel's band and Big Shot. Uh, great stories. Just really good stuff. Thanks. Thanks for coming you can stick in. Around. No, no, no. no. I'm, not I'm, here. Gotta, I'm here. I'm here. You, you want to just hang for we'll a while? I'm here. Yeah, we got one more. I mean, I'm not right, going anywhere. We got one more spot. We'll hang out. We'll talk about the Coliseum right. show next. Yes. All right, great. He'll hang out even longer. Absolutely. What an added treat for all of us. <laughs> Info came out about Billy Joel playing the Coliseum, to the new Coliseum, to, to reopen it. Uh, April 5th, Mike Del Judas in the studio with us. Of course, you'll be playing in his band at that gig, I assume? I would hope so. I hope I don't do anything to screw it up. <laughs> by Between then. now and April? Yeah. As a kid, you opened up when he closed the Coliseum, right? Yes. As a Long Island kid. Oh. Coliseum. Because we've had, you, yeah. know, Jim, you know Jim Brewer, right? Yeah. Jim, Jim Brewer comes on the show too. all the time. I go, what's the dream? He goes, F Madison Square Garden. <laughs> My dream, because he's from Valley Stream, he yep. goes, and I used to wait online for tickets to go see Judas Priest Me too. at the Nassau Coliseum. Yeah. He goes, that's the gig. Yes, it is. That's the yeah. dream. That was an exciting gig. And and again, Brian Ruggles was behind that. We were just playing, we would play, play cards before the show. You know, yeah. We'd all like take our diems and we'd throw them on a table and see who, who can hack them up. <laughs> right. So we, and we, we'd play seven cards, just no peak, you know, that kind of thing. And, <laughs> And he was like, you know what? He's like, you should, you should open 
the Coliseum show. You know, you're Long Island, like Billy, you know, and, and that's how that started. And, and it was just, and when he said it, I was like, oh, wow, that would be ridiculous. I'm not saying anything else. You know, I'm like, that would be great. Thank you. And then before you know it, you know, you know, Brian, right. Brian, I guess, uh, had mentioned it to Billy, and Billy was like, yeah, yeah. You know what I wonder? So it was, it was beautiful. Really, oh, my God. Getting to do my own <laughs> stuff, too, happen. which is, you know, really nice. Here's what I wonder. Right now, Billy's doing, you know, once a month at the Garden. This is going to be you know, a special show at the Coliseum. But when the garden stuff stops, there's there's still going to be a craving for that music. And I've seen you go do, I think it was like Town of Oyster Bay, Tobe or whatever it is, and, and like 10,000 people show up to that yeah. gig. And it's a great That's night. Silly. It's under the stars. <laughs> you got to wonder when this thing stops, you know, the Billy, Billy stops doing the shows or whatever it is, you got to wonder what Big Shot could draw if... The music, had, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe I mean, just continue the residency. No, no, no I'm serious. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, and I'm not trying you're to like, be a hey, hump, and I'm not trying to, to I'm go. not trying to stir it up a little bit. But I'm, I'm. You got to wonder how many people show up because the music. One, one thing I've learned in the last uh, 17 years playing his music is that whether he's on the road or whether he's not on the road, it doesn't matter. Like people are coming to hear the music. They like I. I don't think. I don't think there'll ever come a time, and I, I, I just did an interview recently with Pulse Magazine, and that was one of the questions about, it was a very similar question to at the end of it all. And the truth is, I don't ever see myself, even if I get a hit single and something happened, I don't ever see myself not playing with Billy. I, that's my first priority. You know, that it was such right. an amazing opportunity uh, that... You know, I'm going to ride this. And, I'm not saying. And, I'm not know, saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I certainly don't want to. So you know, great. nobody. I, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx this thing and be like, you know, yeah. No, I mean, this has been such an amazing thing. Uh, you know, for me to to be able to be involved, and he's been so. We've talked about magnanimous, unbelievable story to tell. One thing that we've talked about with Billy over the years is like, it doesn't make any sense. Not that the music isn't great. I mean, I'm a metal guy, so I like Billy, you know, yeah. but I'm a metal guy. And I am too. But what gets me about <laughs> yeah. Billy is, like, if you go to that stuff from the early 80s, yeah, the dude had hits with doo-wop. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's nobody... He had doo-wop hits yeah. in the e era of hair bands. Yes. Doesn't make any sense. He was one of the only guys that didn't get put in a box. He was, right. able, he was able to, whatever he felt like he wanted to record... That's what he was going to record, and that's why he's so successful. A lot of bands, you know, that have come out ever since then, you know, you get deals with labels, and it was, it's like every record sounds like the last record. Every song on each record sounds like right. the other song. Record, it's yeah. got to all be produced the same way. It has to all do as well as the other one. It's just, right. It just hinders you as a writer, and he's so expressive as a writer. So if he felt like whatever he did, I mean, you know, just he did, what he did that classical album. I mean, he's, classical, he's really done everything. He's done it. He's done everything, and yeah. I'm sure he's you know even I, each album is so different. The songs so varied on every abso album. Absolutely, he takes a chance on every album. Yes, he does at least once. It, it reminds me, and he, well, he's very Beatle influenced, and the right. Beatles were like that. The Beatles, absolutely. you know, you'd have a song like Honey Pie on on whatever, and then you'd have you know some heavy Helter Skelter kind of tune. You know, right. there was so many. They, they didn't. They weren't in a box. They I were know. able to write and express the way they wanted to, and stylistically, there was no. Hinges. Yeah. They were able to, yeah, this was a good Billy. time, man. Thanks for coming in. So glad no, you came my in. Pleasure. Yeah, my pleasure. Mike Del Judas. This was fun. From Billy Joel's band. Tickets on sale tomorrow at 10 for American Express people and then uh, everybody else on Friday if there's any left at 10 o'clock. You got Big Shot gigs coming up too? Yeah, we yeah, got a bunch of stuff coming up. October 29th, we're at the uh, Paramount. Oh, you're doing a Paramount again? 28th at the Garden? 28th and the at the 29th Garden. 29th at the Paramount. 29th at the Paramount. What's wrong with you? Well, you know, offhand, I can think of a few things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on, brother. Thanks, guys. No worries. Good luck with the Kevin James stuff, too. That's great news. Thank you very much.
Good stuff for a good day. Nine o'clock. Good uh, Long Island guy story. Yeah. Here's uh, Ted with the Rose. Your BAB Sunrise Toyota Long Island traffic. We've You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.